Oh, welcome back. Welcome to a barbershop.talk podcast. That's right. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Well, hello. My name is Jay Rod, and I am your host. I am located in Indianapolis, Indiana, and out the way studio, but I am not alone. I am with my co-host, KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.talk podcast here in Out the Way Studios. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. Oh my goodness, I just love that jam. But you know something, that's our sponsor, but I got an update about our sponsor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's working on a new CD. He got some new cuts. Okay. Uh, I heard a little bit of it yesterday in air because apparently when these artists work on something new, it's supposed to be like top secret. Mm -hmm. But I was uh, uh, down in the studio, you know, doing the normal times that we're not supposed to be down there. I just happened to be in there. And uh, I heard a couple of couple of cuts, man. I think it's going to be tight. Well, as cold as these cuts? These uh, cuts here cold. It's pretty comparable. Oh, man. Pretty comparable. You know, I, he was down there with his little producer. You know, uh, matter of fact, he works with two other guys. I think they're called producers. I'm not sure. But they're, they're pretty cool guys. And, and, in fact, they got some stuff going on. You know, they're young boys. They got some stuff going on. Because I know they not only uh, make beats and produce songs, they also do some graphics, you yeah. know, like for logos and stuff. So if you, anybody have any interest of that, you know, feel free to reach out to King Cap. You know his email. We said every uh, podcast. But I wanted to throw them out a little pub because they sounded really tight. Really Sound like after these new songs drop, King Cap gonna hit the tour. It was just, oh, just may you just never know, never know. All right. Well, with that being said, you know, KC, I'm gonna talk about the barbershop because we had a pretty enlightening day in the barbershop. In fact, I'm gonna save some stuff for later on today, but you're not gonna believe what happened to the barbershop. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No, 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 you're yeah. not. Let me say it like this. We're going to close out Barbershop Talk about Barbershop Talk <laughs> with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. All right, all right. Hey, but the main topic. Now, listen to us the topic. You know, we are a family barbershop. You know, everybody know that about 421. And that's, in my opinion, why a lot of people like to come into the barbershop because we are family-oriented. So what was going on is that we was talking about family in general. We had a little bit about talking about marriage. We had a little about about kids. Uh, and then the conversation came up is where when you've been married for a long time, you have codes mm -hmm. with your spouse or significant others or partner. It doesn't matter. Is that you two been working as a team for so long, uh, you have secret codes, and especially when you talk to a salesperson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, salesperson. So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, this uh, this lady in the shop was telling her, telling the shop her code that her and her husband had. And so I'm going to have you listen to it and then you can feel free to comment on it. All right, let's see if I can put that up here. If my husband ever says, let me check with my wife, he's telling y'all no. He's telling you no, and he's putting the blame on me. So. 
Let me tell you what I like about that clip, KC. <laughs> See, at the end, mm-hmm. I loved it because we always put the blame on our spouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. And look, that's how, that is code. And every, you know, and a husband and wife should understand that. That's right. So that's a husband's way of getting out of certain things. It don't necessarily be a salesman. It could be like somebody inviting you over some kind of little kid function you don't want to go to. Oh, that's right. Uh, let me check with my wife. <laughs> make it. You know? That's right. I tell you, I appreciate the spouses uh, hanging with us when we have that code. Yeah. So, sometimes, though, the, the significant other messes up when you're giving that code out, right? Uh-oh. Yeah. So, like, my cousin... My cousin was trying to invite me over for something one time, right? And I mm-hmm. really didn't want to go, but I didn't want to tell him, right? Oh, I hear you. So I tried to use the code. I said, "Well, uh, I'm gonna have to check with I'm gonna have to check with my wife because, you know, I think she got some stuff going on. We have to see what the schedule is. No, I ain't doing nothing. You can go. You can go. I ain't gotta go, but you can go. <laughs> oh, she totally missed that one. <laughs> totally. Okay, ladies, ladies. Get with the program. <laughs> you got to understand the code. When we say we are checking with our wives, that means no. But we put in the blame on you. Ooh. All right. She was like, okay. you ain't throwing me under the bus for this one. <laughs> so he's going to throw me under the truck. <laughs> oh, no, that's pretty funny. All right. Now, I think uh, what else was said in the barbershop that we were talking about? Uh, well, uh, I got to tell you, th- there were several things, but one of my favorites was, uh, okay, you know, this technology that's out here, there's a lot of good things about all this new technology, but sometimes people interpret this technology and take it too literal hmm. and, and create problems. Wow. And, and at this next clip will help explain. Yeah, I, yeah, I got to know, know more about that, but let's see what we have here. It took you 10 minutes to get home. Yet Google Maps says it should only take eight. Who is she? Oh, we, oh, we got to replay that one. It was kind of low there. We're going to replay that one because it, it, it sounded like it was pretty good from my end, but I don't know if everybody can hear that. So we're going to play that a little bit louder. It took you 10 minutes to get home. Yet Google Maps says it should only take eight. Who is she? I can tell you who she is, right? Who is she? Who is she? Tell Listen me. Listen here, honey. It's a two-minute hole you don't even know. So what you worried about? <laughs> what do you think Google Maps said it should be eight and it was me? <laughs> Ain't that ridiculous? Well, you know, uh, kind of, you know, but, but I'm pretty sure we all been now, in that predicament. If Google said it should take eight minutes, and it took you eight hours. You might have some explaining to do, Ricky. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. That would be a problem. You know, but sometimes that happens. You know, especially when you when you have a a constant time that you normally get home, right, mm-hmm. from the office or wherever you work to home. And then sometimes you, spare the moment, you might make a detour to pick up the cleaners, right? You might have dropped it off in the morning, pick it up, or pick up some for dinner. It took you a little bit longer. Or you go into your car and there's a co-worker and you're chit-chatting in the parking lot. Yeah, right. Two minutes ain't no detour. <laughs> Eight to ten minutes, I mean, the traffic traffic variations, you got caught by the light, there's a little bit heavier traffic. Yeah, I get but it. who cares? I'm not going to explain two minutes. <laughs> well, okay, I get that. Maybe two minutes was a bit much, bit much. 
I mean, we have to explain two minutes enough already as it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, man. I mean, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I've been stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right. Hey, now th th this next clip is what I what I like because actually, uh, this next clip reminds me of your household. Mm -hmm. See, because you got all girls. Yeah. Right, right. And you was a very helpful husband. I mean, when there's tasks or chores to be done around the house, you didn't have any issues helping out. I got that. I got that. At least that's my perspective. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were. You were. See, in this clip, uh, a guy was being a good husband. Actually, what he was doing is he was helping his wife with the laundry. They was folding it up. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm going to let you hear the rest of it. And, and you tell me if this happened at your household or not when you had your girls. All right, here we go. I came home the other day and I was helping. Uh -oh, uh oh, what happened? Let's start that over. Let's start that. See, was that good? But I'm going to start it over. I came home the other day and I was helping my wife fold clothes. I think it was a little pair of skimpy underwear. I looked at my wife and I said, hey, hey when are you going to wear these for me? She goes, I can't. They're your daughter's. Ah! <laughs> now that tell me mr mr casey it brings back memories <laughs> a flood of memories and, and i'm gonna tell you one of them that's very vivid that uh i'm sure most men if not all men have had to do time to time now you know we pledged yes and and uh at our chapter before you go over they have what's called a death march all oh, right. oh, death march. But there's a death march that takes place in marriage as well. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Tell me about it. That's when your wife tells you that uh, it's that time and she don't have any protections. Uh oh. And you got to go out to the to the store and purchase some female products. Oh, yes. And then you have to relive, relive those death march several times when you have a house. Uh, household full of daughters mm. and you know i think i'm gonna get out of it right okay i'm gonna drive you to the store okay think, and have you go in there that's a good idea daddy can you go in and get it i don't want to go <laughs> but you know it's hard to deny your daughter yeah it is i got it. i get so it. here you go another death march <laughs> mm, yep yep well well you know some i can relate to that but it's not because i had daughters mm -hmm. is that uh I was a boy, right? I had to be about maybe 12 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, and at that time, you had to walk to the store. Right. So my mother told me to go get the female thing. Mm -hmm. All right. So I went up to the store. I didn't know what she was really talking about. <laughs> I thought she said, go get some Kleenex. So I got the Kleenex, you know, to blow oh. your nose. So I got home, I told mom, I got them. And I got the ones that they have oil in it. So I thought I was really doing a good job. And she said, no, that's not what I wanted. And then she told me what it was. And I said, okay. So I walked back up to the store. Now, remember, I have no idea what she's talking about. Mm -hmm. I went right back up there. There was a lady behind the cashier. And I said, I got the wrong thing. Instead of getting Kleenex, I was supposed to get some Kotex. And she just started busting out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know it was so funny. And she said, I'll go get it for you. <laughs> so <laughs> when she found what she was talking about. So, hey, I can relate to that. Okay, I got to expand on that one more time. Okay, go for it. So when I was about 10 years old, and I had a, a, a friend. His name was John. 
I went over to visit John. And I get there, and he goes, hey, man, I got to go to the store. You want to go with me? Sure, yeah. Yeah, why not? Go to the store. And we just talking in this boy's dude about nothing as we on our way to the store. We get to the store, and he's right there in front of where all the cash registers are. And he goes, does anybody know where the Kotex is? <laughs> I didn't tell me you was going to. <laughs> yeah, those are some tough times for men, boys. <laughs> you name it. Those those are some tough times. Now, now, ladies, ladies, whatever you do, please don't send your children or your husband out to pick up the necessaries. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna move on from those stories. Cause there was a, a, a couple other hot topics in, in the shop there. So what was that next clip all about? Okay. So you know how we always criticizing our kids on things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not realizing that we do similar things. Yeah, you we know, do. The subject might be different, but similar things. And, and this uh, next clip uh, kind of uh, encapsulate that. All right. Let's hear what that is. Why do you watch other people playing games on the internet? Why don't you just go and play the game? Mum? Yeah? Why do you watch other people clean their houses? Why don't you just go clean the house? (laughs) She was speechless. (laughs) Now, Now, I've had situations like that with my kids where I say something to them, and then they say something back. But if it's intelligent like that, I don't discourage because I want you to, I want you to think. All right. And sometimes it may, it, you know, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So next time I approach them a little differently, you know, I'll make it a little bit more complex so they can't just <laughs> turn it right like back that. around on me. Yeah. It, it always that the kids sometimes when they do something that you normally do, it just catches you totally, totally off guard. So that can happen. So parents, the only thing I do have to say, uh, watch what you do because your children are watching you closer. So that is what I wanted to say. So there's sometimes it just happens. Now, a lot of times they say something, you get confused, right? Because when they say something smart, you get really confused. (laughs) Wait a minute. That thing just just didn't pop up. But anyway, you do get confused. Hey, I'm going to switch gears on you because this this is a lesson. And it, it, no offense to anyone out there. It can be children. It can be your wife. It can be your husband. But sometimes you just don't want to hear any noise. Just absolutely nothing. Now, on this next clip, you know, you might have to watch the language a little bit. But the song, I love it. Because sometimes, Casey, sometimes I just like to have silence. And I would really like to sing this song to them so they can get a clue of what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, oh, oh. That's right. Here we go. This is the song that I want to sing when I want silence. Hey, man, just want to let you know that sometimes you got to shut the fuck up. And this current time is just one of those times you got to shut the fuck up. I don't think you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking anymore. You got to shut the fuck up. I love that song. <laughs> you cannot... Sing that song right after making love, J-Rock. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I love it so much. I got to play it again. I love the part where it said, not because you're a bad person. <laughs> I love it. Man, 
I just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. And this current time is just one of those times you gotta shut the fuck up. I don't think you're a bad person. I just don't want to hear you talking. Oh man. Oh. That's gonna be my new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope when the people call me, that's what they hear. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's sometimes that is what you want to say. Not that you're a bad person. Not that I don't love you. Not that I don't want you. Just sometimes you just have to shut and you know the rest. Whoo! That's gonna be one of my theme songs. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So this next one. Uh, you know, a lot of times women give their men high praise. Yes, they do. And this is one of those situations where this guy recognizes that his uh, uh, his wife has him on a lofty status. Ooh, whoa. so let's let's just check out what's going on. Whoa, a lofty status. What is they saying? My wife treats me like a god. That's right. She pretends like I don't exist and only talks to me when she wants something. <laughs> wow. Wow. I guess he like the whole she said they're all great. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It could have been worse. It could have been. She, she could have been sitting against them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is so very true. Woo, boy, experiences in the household. Okay, now since we're talking about Experience on the household. I got to tell you another experience. Now, this next clip, it really reminds me of my household, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, I don't know what it is. A lot of times when you're in a relationship and the male always have a tendency to rely on the female for little stuff. Like, for example, have you seen my keys? <laughs> Do you know what my shoes are? You know, and I know for a fact she was didn't you just take off your shoes? I mean, it, it's almost just sounds so natural. But then right. I mean, one time you asked them and they were still on your feet. Oh, yeah, no, that was a big mistake. <laughs> I know. I, I should look down. I should look down. Oh, I'm so sorry for that day. But I think this lady on this clip, I think she want to say what every female in this situation want to say. So you got males, our listener, if you're a male and you listen to barbershop.talk, and you ask your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, whoever, questions all the time of something that maybe you should already know, listen to this message. Hey, do you know what the scissors are? Doug, we have lived in this house for nine years. Okay? The scissors have always been in the same place, and yet you continue to ask me where they are. <laughs> Not to mention the spatula, the pot holders, the pens. I mean, what if I died? How would you flip a pancake? How would you how would you ever cut anything ever again? Would you just sit here weeping and soiling yourself until somebody came in to help you? No, you wouldn't. You would <gasps> Remember where something is. <laughs> wow, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I, I bet you a lot of a lot of spouses, especially wives, get to that frustration level. It just want to say exactly that. Can't you remember anything? Well, I'm gonna say this: in the household, I might cause 99 problems, but that ain't one. <laughs> Good for you. Because I 
I put everything in a certain spot. And that's just, you know, everything goes has a right spot where it's supposed to be. And I, you know, that might be one of my faults, but I, I like that. So I know where stuff is. Oh, I, okay. I get that. I get that. I get that. I have to admit, I'm more like the clip we just heard. I asked <laughs> my wife, Alasta, have you seen my wallet? You know? <laughs> and yes, I do have to admit when I, it was a bad day when I asked about those shoes when I had them on. <laughs> that was terrible. All right. Hey, you know what I, you know what time it is? It is time to introduce or talk about our sponsor. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. Hey, hey. Taiwan on the beat, I already know. It's a party out in MIA. Uh-uh. I've been working hard, it's time to live today. Hey. It's a party out in MIA. All right. That's right. That's our sponsor, which is King Cap, who is the owner of Out the Way Studio. And we'd like to thank you, King Cap. And congratulations on your upcoming album. But there is one thing we want to talk about. Uh, King Cap is the owner of not only Out the Way Studio, he's also a owner of Out the Way custom-made T-shirts and other apparels. If you have any interest or want to make an a order, especially around the holidays, Go ahead and email King Cap and Cap is with a K. King K I N G Cap K A P 317 at gmail.com. Please feel free to send an email to get more information. And then also, our second sponsor, 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair, which is located on Michigan Road here in Indianapolis. If you want something good to happen to your hair, Come and check out our family shop and our master barbers. Uh oh, uh oh, I got, I got to tell you, man, that's it. I, you dropped a bomb on it. I know, I know. Ooh. Let's let our listener know what happened to the barber shop on Saturday. It is not a pretty picture. They got us down, but we're not out. The conversation was so hot, it literally blew a wall off. Well, it didn't more than blew a wall off. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Believe it or not, a, a car decided to run into our barbershop through the front window. Half the car was in the barbershop, and I do have to say it was a scary moment for everyone. Yeah, that, that it was unfortunate. Let me tell you what happened. It was an auto accident. And apparently, from my understanding, now I'll be quite honest with you, I was not in the shop. My son was in the shop mm-hmm. and he called me. Yeah. And he said, Dad, somebody ran in the shop. Well, it's not unusual that sometimes people in a hurry, they just run in the shop and then they run out. Did you give him a cut? Yeah, that's all I was concerned about. <laughs> he said, No, you're not understanding me. A car literally ran into the shop. So apparently it was an auto accident and it was a hidden a hit and run, but they caught the other guy. Uh, but the car that hit the shop, it kind of veered off. You know, the guy either overreacted, panicked, or oversteered, and it ran right into the barbershop, and it is, has significant damages. Tremendous damage. Tremendous damage. So unfortunately, uh, 421 Barbershop is going to be down for a moment until we get the repairs, and it's going to have to be some – Substantial repairs. Oh yeah, I think until those repairs are done, they're gonna rename it Beirut. 
Because <laughs> it, it looks like something blew up in it. I mean, it looks, it looks horrible. I was not prepared for what I seen when I looked at that barbershop. I was not prepared. But, you know, so I'm going to bring a serious side to this, mm-hmm. you know. You know. First of all, I guess there's no humor for having a shop not to work in for a while, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, for, first of all, fortunately, no one was hurt. None of the uh, none of the barbers or none of the patrons were hurt. Fortunately, they were all moved uh, in a different area of the shop at the time that it happened, and no one was hurt. So that's, yeah, that's the biggest. Thing. You're absolutely right, and that's the story I wanted to tell here because uh, now. Again, my son was in the shop. I was not in the, sh- in the shop. So this is what he told me what happened. You know, one of the customers, right, they was talking like the usual customers in the chair, cutting hair. And one of the customers, you know, had to handle his business. He had to go to the bathroom. That's what it was. Uh, so when he went back there and he came back out, the, the restroom is in the back of the shop. So when he came back from the back of the shop, they heard a noise, like something dropped. Mm-hmm. And my son was standing in the front looking out the window, and he said, I'll go back and check and see what that was. When he went back there, he couldn't find it. He didn't know what the created noise. When he came back, he said, I can't find it. And then the customer and the other barber said, wait a minute, that's, that was too loud. It got to be something. So they all went back there to check to see what it was. And a few seconds later, the car came through the front window. Wow. Yeah. You know what that was? That, that was a guardian angel it was. Out. I agree with you 100%. It was, it was definitely, definitely an angel. So, you know, God worked in a mysterious way. And we are, at, I am, and also I know KC, uh, we are a people of faith or a person of faith. So we do believe that things like that. And to me, it's just another uh, testimony that God is good. All the time. And he shows out. So I do have to put that testimony out there for the barbershop. But like you said, no one was injured and we are extremely happy. No one is injured. And also to our listeners and our clients, we are making uh, some alternative range arrangements temporarily uh, so we can continue to do good things to your hair. Uh, We are committed to doing business and doing business with you. We appreciate you as customers and we know we wouldn't be here without you. So we are not going to leave you hanging. We are reaching out to a lot of our customers and let them know of our alternative or temporary plans. So we ask that you be patient with us and work with us, and we will get to this together. All right. Yes, sir. All right. With saying that, uh, Casey, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? I, I hate to end on a note like that, but I had to tell the listeners what was happening. Okay. This is for the sports fans out there. Can anybody figure out what the hell is going on in the NFL? <laughs> All of a sudden, the last two weeks, the worst teams are beating the best teams. Yep, on a regular basis. Yeah, uh, teams are so hot and cold. I mean, I, I, I've never seen such fluctuations throughout the league. Yeah, you much. you are spot on with that. I was kind of surprised when I looked at the 49ers in the Rams game. I just thought the Rams was going to just run all over the 49ers. That didn't happen. I mean, the Rams were already a dominant team. Yes. And then they go add two significant talents like uh, Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. And they get smoked. 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 Now, in their defense, now, of course. They had no defense. They got ran all over. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. But but the thing that was surprising to me is that when they got Odell Beckham Jr., 
is that he really wasn't there enough to really know the plays. Right. So that was a handicap. And I have to say the same thing with uh, 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 Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty tough to – even if you're a great athlete, you know, there is a scheme to every defense. There's plays and et cetera. And you had a handicap when you really don't know your role. Right. But what you do is, all right, you just put use them in limited situations. And you say, Odell, just run. If the ball comes to you, grab it. <laughs> go get that quarterback. Don't worry about these others. Just go get that quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think you're absolutely right. Easier said than done in the NFL. I might be able to get away with that at a high school and a college level, but pro level is a little bit different. But you know, uh, you know, you know, it's amazing how many. I don't care. This is my personal opinion. I don't care how much talent you get on your team, but in a situation like that, you know, you are paying your backups to be able to step up at least for a game. Oh yeah. You know, so, you know, if, if you've got some backups that can't step up in a situation like that, then maybe you need to look at your roster again. Need some backups for the backups. That's right. And I do have to say, since we're talking about the NFL, uh, yes, the Indianapolis Colts won the game. And in the first half, they looked pretty good. But in that second half, what is that? What went on there? I mean, they say, hey, a win's a win, but that was the ugliest win you'll ever see. <laughs> <laughs> win convinces you that they can't win games you know yeah i I agree if they would if they would have kept it rolling like the first half i'd have been happy all right indianapolis coast all right indianapolis we're going to sign off uh this is this is uh j rod and i am going to go ahead and sign off and first of all thank you again for being patient with us at 421 we ask for your prayers in regards to the recovery of the shop but again no one was injured all right casey I'm going to turn it over to you, and you can go ahead and sign off. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platform. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go Mob.